Psalm 122, uh, if you care to know, will be week 190, hour 134, and uh, month 44. Father in heaven, please bless today's service. We pray for your blessing over the next seven days. We give you thanks for the previous seven days. And we ask you to uh, go before us, clear the airways, uh, as they say, and allow the word of God to go out loud and clear to be received by all of your children, uh, whoever they are, wherever they are. We thank you so much for saving our souls. We thank you for the mercy you've shown us, the uh, doors you've opened for us, and the faith you've given us to do X, Y, and Z for you. And we pray for those that we've spoken to over the last seven days and those we hope to in the coming seven days. Bless your word, Father God. Fill us with your spirit and be with us in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. amen. Psalm 122, look at verse 1. I was glad when they said unto me, when they said unto me, somebody has said something to somebody, and we're not sure who wrote this particular psalm. It could be David, it could be Solomon, it could be Ezra. Take your pick. All scriptures given by inspiration of God. So we don't need to worry too much about the human side of uh, of the author. It goes back to who wrote Galatians, and you'll say Paul. Let's try it again. Who wrote Galatians? The Holy Ghost. Both answers are correct, of course. And holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Now, in charismatic circles, they say this, that their house or their church is a house of God, which of course is incorrect. The term house of God is a Jewish term. The house of God is a temple of God. And you'll find churches like to do this all of the time. Charismatic, Pentecostal. And they do it to give the impression that you, uh, the church attendee, is about to enter holy ground. Sacred ground, which of course is incorrect. Only God is holy. Only his word is holy. Only the book is holy. So straight away we know we are dealing with an eschatological application. I was glad when it said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. It's like somebody being homesick away for a period of time and is about to return home. And they say, let us go into the house of the Lord. And we'll say this, that this is in reference to the third and final temple. This entire psalm is going into the great tribulation back end of the great excuse me this part is going to the millennial reign back end of the great tribulation and if you're not pre-millennial if you're not pre-tribulational these psalms have no meaning to you they're all past tense or you have to spiritualize them i've noticed a resurgence in recent months of the anglo-catholic movements mm. speaker's corner in london is filled with uh, anglo-catholics uh, deceiving new converts and that's why you're seeing all these people uh, learning Latin and going back to previous church councils, pre-Vatican II. And if you speak to these people, ask them what, what is the plan of salvation, you'll be quite surprised what they tell you. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Millennial reign, uh, not the church for today. And it's important that we get that because there is no house of the Lord today. If you are born again, your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. And verse 2 really nails us down. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Not the church. Go to uh, Isaiah chapter 40. 
let's have a look now, 43, the majority of Christendom holds to either post-millennialism or a-millennialism. A meaning nil, meaning no millennium, and post meaning at the end of the thousand year reign of Christ, uh, the church uh, has brought in world peace, that's what they believe, and only then can Christ return, which is incorrect of course. You've had what, two world wars in the last hundred years? You've had Vietnam, you've had Korea, you've had two Gulf Wars, you've got the ongoing uh, Syria conflicts with Russian troops on Syrian soil, you've got Russia and Ukraine still going on, and of course the latest would be Israel fighting on three, make that four, make that five fronts simultaneously. And you're told to pray for the peace of Jerusalem in verse six. Isaiah 43, pick it up in verse uh, one. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed thee, past tense. I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. That's a beautiful text to read this Lord's Day morning. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Saviour. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Just a quick footnote, the term the Holy One of Israel is in reference to Jehovah God, not Mother Mary. And I say that because in the Catholic Church's catechism, they say that the Holy One of God or the Holy One of Israel is Mary. She is not. They get that completely wrong. For since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honourable, and I have loved thee, which is incorrect. Israel was never precious. Well, she was precious in, she was precious in the eyes of the Lord but she was never honorable so this is what we call imputation this goes back to an account back in numbers when uh, you've got Baal and Balaam trying to put a curse on Israel it's a beautiful picture of imputation and uh, the prophet the false prophet says to the Gentile lead he says I can't curse Israel they are blessed he says I haven't beheld any iniquity in the camp of Israel now from his standpoint that's all he could see. He saw sin as perfection. But we know from a practical point of view that wasn't true at all. It goes back to when you first got saved. Uh, you had a great peace in your heart. You went through the honeymoon period. You were on cloud nine, like they say. You didn't get your theology straight until maybe two or three years later. And over time you start to get a taste for uh, the world as it is, as a saved man or woman. But the reality is when you first believed on Christ, all of your sins were put to him and all of his goodness were put to you. A switch took place since thou was precious in my sight that's true thou has been honorable which is not true but this is God speaking about his elect nation receiving imputation in reference to the believing remnants and I have loved thee therefore will I give men for thee he gave the prophets for Israel he gave the Lord Jesus Christ for Israel he gave the apostles for Israel and people for thy life and even today you've got people all over the world saved people that are giving their lives not just uh, for Gentiles as well, but some uh, would even lay down a life for the Jews if they had to do so. Fear not, for I am with thee. I'll bring thy seed from the east, here we go, and gather thee from the west, 1947, 1948. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from far, and my daughters from the ends of the earth. They go back to Israel, 1948, and they're going nowhere until the, the, uh, the return of the Lord. Even everyone that is called by my name. They're all Jews. Now of course we know that most Jews in Israel are unbelievers. But that's immaterial. 
he got a picture of what God is going to do and uh, how nothing can reverse it. For I have created him for my glory. I have formed him and a seed in Israel. Yea, I have made him. Bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf that have ears. That also feeds into the first advent. Eyes to see, ears to hear. And these are clear passages of what's going to take place in the future. Back to Psalm 122 verse 1 again. I was glad. Amen. When they said unto me, Jews speaking to Jews, let us, being Jews, go into the house of the Lord. Third and final temple, like I say, our feet shall stand within thy gates, and they, and, uh, and they will. O Jerusalem, not the church. Jerusalem is builded as a city that is compact together. Go to the book of uh, Joel, and uh, Joel chapter 2. And uh, let's see now, I think it's Joel 2 make it Joel 3 I think it's Joel 3 actually uh, 3 316 the Lord also shall roar out of Zion if you call yourself a Bible believer if you are pre-millennial if you are pre-tribulational whether you like it or not you are a Zionist because of course God has put his name in Jerusalem Zion and it's going nowhere and I just voice from Jerusalem did you see the connection there Zion and Jerusalem are used interchangeably and the heavens and the earth shall shake, but the Lord shall excuse me, but the Lord will be with his people, be with the hope of his people, and the strength, the power of the children of Israel. You've got Zion, Jerusalem, Israel, all in one verse. This hasn't happened yet, but it will. The Lord also shall roar out of Zion. It's like a lion just roaring with hunger, with anger. And utter his voice from Jerusalem. And the heavens, there are three, not seven. And the earth shall shake. Isaiah 24 speaks about this as well. But the Lord, triune God, will be the hope of his people, Israel. And the strength of the children of Israel, the believing remnants, like I say. So shall you know that I am the Lord, your God, dwelling in Zion, my holy mountain, where Christ died. Then shall Jerusalem be holy. And there shall be no strangers. And there shall no, and there shall no strangers pass through her anymore. Kick out the Gentiles. As of right now, Jerusalem is split into three parts. And uh, you've got the Jews, the Catholics, and the Muslims. And of course, two out of the three are Gentiles. They've got no business being there. And one day, they'll be cleared out. And it shall come to pass in that day that the mountains, plural, shall drop down new wine, and the hills shall flow with milk. And the rivers of Judah shall flow with waters, and a fountain shall come forth of the house of the Lord house of the lord not the church the thousand year reign the third and final temple and shall water the valley of shittim egypt shall be a desolation that's found also in uh, isaiah 11 i think it is or later on in the book of isaiah and edom shall be a desolate wilderness for the violence against the children of judah that's been going on since 1948 because they have shed innocent blood in their land but Judah shall dwell forever, and Jerusalem from generation to generation. Judah shall dwell forever, not just for a period of time. And Jerusalem, antecedent back to 16, Zion, Jerusalem, Zion, used interchangeably from generation to generation. For I will cleanse their blood, that's I have not cleansed. That was very common back in the Old Testament. You got a picture of King Saul when he dies and uh, his enemies approach david and they say yeah we want this we want that uh soul has, has killed many of our people and uh 
it says how the Lord wouldn't pardon the sin of Saul and uh, David takes some of Saul's sons and executes them because of course the children do suffer the consequences of their parents that is the re- that's the reality of course for the Lord dwelleth in Zion being Jerusalem back to Psalm 122 so I'm pre-millennial as is Patrick and we believe that once a church has been removed the tribulation will run anywhere from three and a half to seven years and we went through that very clearly and carefully through the book of Daniel over many weeks and uh, after the tribulation is finished Christ come Christ comes back Matthew 25 back end of Matthew 24 gathers the elect and takes them up to Jerusalem and they're there for ever and a day 122 verse 4 whither the tribes go up the tribes of the Lord under the testimony of Israel to give thanks unto the name of the Lord you've got house of the Lord verse 1 you've got Jerusalem verse 2 you've got Jerusalem again in verse 3 you've got tribes in verse 4 you can't miss it go to Revelation chapter 7 you speak to these Anglo-Catholics and you ask them to explain these passages they'll spiritualize them they'll say these are these verses are in reference to the church no they're not that's replacement theology that's the URC Catholic Church uh, Church of England these are all Catholic churches in, in name or in name you know the Catholic Church is in reality uh, in all but name and their theology goes back to Augustine who wrote City of God Revelation 7 uh, pick it up in verse uh, 4 I know the number of them which were sealed and there were sealed 144,000 of all the Gentiles no of all the tribes of the children of Israel here we go tribe of Judah uh, tribe of uh, Reuben tribe of Gad 6 Asher Nephtali uh, Manasseh 7 Simeon Levi or Levi uh, Isaac 8 Zabulon Joseph and Benjamin you've got the 12 tribes of Israel not the church you can't spiritualize this and uh, put it to the church it will not do that is asegesis we want exegesis back to Psalm 122 stick with the text don't get caught up in church councils and creeds and Nicaea and uh, Laodicea and uh, all these church councils Trent and, and uh, Carthage stick with the scripture I can't stress this enough people get saved or they get baptized I'm now saved no you're not saved you just got baptized they start reading the Catholic Church's catechism they're wasting their time basically they're Anglo-Catholics not even saved just religious people 122.4 whether the tribes go up the tribes of the Lord under the testimony of Israel to give thanks unto the name of the Lord this entire passage is still future and that's why if you are a Bible believer not only are you not only are you, not only are you to pray for the peace of Jerusalem verse 6 it goes way beyond that look at five for there are set thrones of judgments the thrones of the house of the church no house of david go to matthew 19 it's so critical it's so important to get this right it's critical to get this right theology matters it really does matter it may be tedious and boring for certain people but the word of god is written for doctrine first and foremost you get your doctrine all back to front you're going to teach another gospel and uh, that is going to be absolutely devastating 
Matthew 19, uh, let's see, 19, 28. And Jesus, a Jew, said unto them, Jews, apostles, Verily I say unto you, there's no Gentile present, that ye which have followed me, first advents, in the regeneration, new earth, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, new earth, ye also, ye, excuse me, <coughs> ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, twelve thrones, judging the church, no, the twelve tribes of Israel. Again, scripture with scripture, you can't miss it. Unless, of course, you've been uh, brainwashed not to see it. For there are set thrones of judgment, verse 5. The thrones of the house of David still to happen. Now here we go, verse 6. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, the everlasting city, city of peace. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Salom, Shalom, Jerusalem, peace, city of peace. They shall prosper that love thee. Pray for them. And if you do, you'll prosper. Uh, for doing this go to Luke chapter let's see now Luke chapter 2 Luke 2 and look at verse uh, 14 glory to God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward men that gets twisted every every, every Christmas uh, to suggest that just because it's Christmas you can get drunk and have a good time and you're good to go no the peace was given to the world from the Prince of Peace, which then allows goodwill toward men. Go back to Psalm 122, verse uh, 6. Pray, meditate, intercede. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, like right now. They so, they so need it now. They shall prosper, self-explanatory, that love thee. Go to Hebrews chapter seven and uh, unfortunately what most christians do is they go to one extreme to another you got one group that don't believe in israel replacement theology critical of israel like the late text mars and uh, just always negative towards israel like to quote the talmud and uh, stuff which isn't particularly nice to read about our blessed savior and yes there is a lot of nasty stuff written against him by unbelieving Jews and they're just critical 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 all of the time which isn't going to be of any help to anyone or the flip side of that is you've got people who support Israel 24 7 you know issuing uh, unlimited checks blank checks but never share the gospel with them and that won't work either you've got to be all things to all that you might win some a Bible believer witnesses to the Jew and the Gentile know the name under heaven given among men given among men whereby we Jew and Gentile must be saved and that's why a balanced Christian will witness to the Jew as he should to the Gentile and not show any favoritism while at the same time realizing that Israel as a nation the Jews as a people are a special people and they certainly are mm -hmm. Hebrews 7 pick it up in verse uh, 2 for this Melchizedek Gentile king back in the Old Testament king of Salem Jerusalem king of Salem priest of the most high God who met Abraham first Hebrew returning from the slaughter of the king just put them down which is a common theme in the Old Testament and blessed him to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all there's your tenth there's your tithe 
that these churches also like to use they say this is the house of the lord they misquote that verse 122 verse 1 and come to the house of the lord get your checkbooks out and they start to fleece the flocks which you which you never find in, in the new testament at all you give as a love offering if you will a gift what have you but there's no tenth that's not for today and of course the book of hebrews is written to first century jews uh, unpacking old testament uh, teachings to whom abraham gave a tenth part of all first being by interpretation king of righteousness christ is our righteousness romans chapter 10 and after also king of salem which is king of peace again city of peace without father without mother without descent having neither beginning of days nor end of life but made like unto the son of god we say you look just like such and such but you're not but you look just like such and such and melchizedek king of peace king of uh, salem is like the son of god but he's not but he abideth a priest continually not melchizedek but the lord jesus christ go back to psalm 122 six again pray for the peace of jerusalem that was relevant during the days when this first uh psalm was penned every jew including jesus would pray for the peace of jerusalem all of the apostles pre and post their salvation would pray for the peace of jerusalem and never once would they have thought that the temple would be destroyed and uh, would never return until the church had been and gone they shall prosper jew and gentile leave it as it is that love thee to so pray for jerusalem and support them if you can but don't become you know one of two one or two uh, ways of thinking overly you know uh, divided in mind unstable basically pray for the jews and witness to them as well don't make the mistake that john haggy makes and other pro-israel pro-israeli christians who have flags everywhere and almost worship the jew don't make that mistake that's idolatry and yes i do believe that they do worship the jews most of your crowd on tbn are very pro-israel they call themselves rabbis and christ told you don't call anybody rabbi you've got one teacher who is christ so get the balance right and god will bless you for that seven peace be within thy walls and prosperity within thy palaces there's no palaces or walls in the body of christ in the church our bodies are, the, are our bodies is the is, is the uh, is the church of course temple of god go to jeremiah 33 so you get saved amen read your bible amen king james of course and yet here's the the, the dialectic you got all these people at speaker's corner in london mostly anglo-catholic like i say not really explain what that means to new converts very deceptive that and you've got these young people getting saved or becoming christians or becoming anglo-catholics not sure that you're born again and not realizing that what they are now a part of is a faith and work system they believe in what's called baptism or regeneration that you get baptized which starts your salvation process there's no imputation uh it's infused righteousness church attendance good works keeping the the, uh, the sacraments all that jazz and uh, hoping to die in a state of grace i'm not over uh i'm not uh i'm overplaying it so i'm being as blunt as i can uh jeremiah 33 pick it up in verse 
6. Behold, I will bring it health and cure. And I will cure them and reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. Going back to, to uh, uh, Luke 2. Peace in the highest. Goodwill toward man. Peace and truth. And I will cause the captivity of Judah and the captivity of Israel to return. And will build them as at the first. They go away. They come back again. And I will cleanse them from all their iniquity. Not just some. All. We say this. All of our past, present and future sins have been not only uh, cleansed. But also cleared. Paid for. Whereby they have sinned against me. That's not found in Islam. Incidentally. There's no belief in Islam that you sin against Allah. Their belief is you only sin against uh, yourself and other people. But of course when we sin we sin first and foremost against god and that's why god had to die for us because our sins are against him then they're against ourselves and our fellow man and our pardon that's a good term pardon you find that in courts all over the world you've been pardoned of such and such and i will pardon all their iniquities whereby they have sinned and whereby they have transgressed against me and it shall come to pass to me, and it, and it come to, to me, and it shall come to, uh, and it shall be to me, a name of joy. There's a period of time which has passed, a praise and an honour before all the nations of the earth, which shall hear all the good that I do unto them, and they shall fear and tremble for all the goodness, and for the prosperity. There's our word prosperity that I procure unto it. Back to Psalm 122. 7 again peace be within thy walls israel and prosperity within thy palaces this is completely jewish we haven't found one gentile yet in this particular psalm apart from melchizedek and even he uh, is linked very closely to the first hebrew being abraham of course palaces walls third temple and uh, the buildings in and around uh, the temple eight for my brethren and companions sake i will now say peace be within thee peace be within thee go to revelation 19 first of all and uh 19 i think it's verse 10 here we go first yeah verse 10 and i fell at his feet to worship him john what are you doing and he said unto me see thou do it not unlike what the popes would tell you i am thy fellow servants and of thy brethren that of the testimony of jesus worship god not the pope not mary not the saints for the testimony of jesus is a spirit of prophecy fellow servants and of thy brethren you've probably got daniel here in glory in the third heaven speaking to john in a third heaven being shown the future and that'll take you all of your life to really understand uh, go to let's see I've got one more cross reference for this yeah, Matthew 20 Matthew 25 Matthew 25 and uh, you've got two judgments in the scripture you've got the great white throne which takes place in heaven and the judgment of the nations which takes place on the earth that also gets confused by these anglo-catholics uh matthew 25 
Let's pick it up in verse uh, 40. And the king, Christ is never called the king of the church, but he's called the king of Israel. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you have done it unto me, my brethren. Context, Israel, believing Jews, but well, of course. Back Psalm 122, look at verse uh, 9. Because of the house of the Lord, not the local church, not the Vatican, not Canterbury, not your local charismatic, charismatic or Pentecostal church, but the house of the Lord, Israel, our God. He's not your God until you receive him. I will seek thy good. So, those verses point very clearly to the Jew looking forward to the third and final temple. And it will come. Revelation 11 says it will come. And when it comes, there's no uh, going back to the old days, the old ways. As they say, we're going to look up and get a blessing. And yes, we will see this from probably New Jerusalem, because we are in the uh, we're, we're in the presence of the Lord during the uh, during the seven year tribulation. One hundred twenty three, verse one: Unto thee, lift up mine eyes, O thou that dwellest in the heavens. It's a throwback to one twenty one two. I lift up mine eyes, lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. Look at that last time. Christ comes back to the Mount of Olives. And that starts the second advent. Unto thee, not Mary, not the saints, not the church, not the popes, I have to keep saying this, not third parties. Unto thee, in reference to Jehovah God, lift up mine eyes, O thou that dwellest in the heavens. Three heavens, not seven. And it's funny because uh, Islam teaches there are three heavens. And I watched something last night, and that was thrown in very discreetly. You mean seven heavens? I thought, yeah, quoting the, they're quoting the, uh, the Quran to undermine the scripture, done very subtly. And uh, it's funny what you see online. Uh, I watched something a few days ago, and they were quoting some fictitious character who said, I am that I am. And of course, that's from the scripture. But kids don't know that. They think it comes from some cartoon character, like Popeye or something like that, not realizing that uh, the scripture is being plagiarized. But don't get me started on that. Two, behold, as the eyes of servants look unto the hand of their masters, and as the eyes of a maiden under the hand of her mistress, so our eyes, our eyes wait, wait upon the Lord our God until that he have mercy upon us. Go to uh, Psalm 27, first of all. So the Jew, if he's Orthodox or Hasidic, is looking for Messiah to come. And what they'll do is they'll twist Isaiah uh, 53 and they'll teach that to be in reference to Israel dying for Israel and Israel dying for the nations, which makes no sense at all. And uh, they do that because, of course, it's so clearly in reference to Jesus Christ. Uh, Psalm 27. And then Daniel, they'll twist that. Daniel 9. Uh, now make it Daniel... Daniel 2 and Daniel 4 in reference to a prophecy against the church but of course what they're telling you is that the church in their mind is a catholic church it gets very complicated when you follow rabbinical teachings I want to do a video on that in the future because I can see where they're going with that but of course we aren't catholics we're Christians anyway let's keep reading on 
Uh, Psalm 27, 27, 14. Waits on the Lord. I waited 21 years, almost 22 years. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. Go to uh, Mark chapter 13. Patience is a virtue. And uh, you've either got it or you haven't. Mark 13. And what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. Wait, watch. Go back to Psalm 123. Let's keep building on this. Verse 3. Have mercy upon us, O Lord. Have mercy upon us. That's what people that hold to uh, infuse righteousness believe. They'll say, uh, God have mercy on me. Please forgive us, Lord. And they beat their breasts. I hate it when they do that. Because, of course, their, their salvation isn't complete. And I'm talking about Catholics, Anglicans, most Christians who think that they have to keep praying for mercy or as the late Ravenhill would say, send the Holy Ghost down. But he came down when you first received him as your saviour. <laughs> he came down to live inside you when you first received Christ. When you first believed on the triune God. This is where doctrine makes such a difference. We went to Preston a few days ago. We spoke to two local Christians, one older than the other one. And a young chap walked over to us. And uh, he's been saved about a year, ex-atheist. Battling all sorts of vices. And... Uh, I said to him, just get this in your mind, brother. I said, uh, you don't get saved by getting other people saved. It's not your job to get people saved. It's your job to get the gospel out. It's the Holy Ghost's job to get people saved. Don't go around like a madman trying to get people saved. That's not your job. Your job is to be a faithful ambassador. And that's about it. God will do the rest. Have mercy upon us, O Lord. First century or uh, pre-Christ, of course. Thousand years B.C. Uh, have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, for we are exceedingly filled with contempt. Again, it's eschatological. Go to Matthew 24 this time. And uh, there's no book like the Bible. I'm looking at the Quran at the moment. I'm up to Quran chapter 5. And it's a tedious book, I tell you. And I'm going to do a book about the Quran, how it's plagiarized the Bible in so many places. It's just criminal. Uh, our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorning of those that are at ease and with the contempt of the proud. We are exceedingly filled with contempt. What's going on here? Matthew 24. Look at verse uh, 9. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. That didn't happen when Christ came the first time. But it'll happen before his second return. Our soul, verse 4, is exceedingly filled with the scorning of those that are at ease and with the contempt of the proud. Go to Isaiah 13. Isaiah 13. And uh, pick it up in... Uh, pick it up in verse 11. And I will punish the world, the world for their evil, and the wicked for their iniquity. And I will cause the arrogancy of the proud to cease, and will lay low the haughtiness of the terrible. I will make, I will make a man more precious than fine gold, even a man than the gold wedge of Ophir. Therefore will I shake the heavens, and the earth shall remove out of her place. 
in the wrath of the Lord of hosts and the day of his fierce anger. Hasn't happened yet, but it will. And all these passages are pointing to a future time when the Jew that believes on Jesus will be, will be, uh, will be uh, redeemed and rescued and appreciate the mercy that they are asking for in verse 3. Because, of course, until they uh, receive Christ completely as their saviour, they haven't got a full understanding of what salvation actually is. Our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorn of those that are at ease and with the contempt of the proud. So we, the church, are waiting for a sound, not looking for a sign. There's no sign that pre-dates the rapture. We walk by faith, not sight. Let's do one more. 124. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, we say he's on my side. We say, uh, I've got a great ally. He's on my side. He's always beside me. Now may Israel say, if it had not been that the Lord or that the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Go to Romans chapter 8. This particular psalm is in a roll. It goes from 1, 2, 3, 4, down to 5. You've got, uh, so you got 4, you've got 1 semicolon, you've got 1, 2, 3, 4 colons. The guy is on a roll. The psalmist is just, you know, having a great blessing here. Uh, Romans chapter 8. This is the epistle to really get down as a new believer. Never mind the Gospels. That's great once you are saved, but to grow, you need to get Romans, Galatians, and Ephesians down. I want uh, Romans 8 uh, and uh, let's see now pick it up in uh, yeah 831 what shall we then say to these things if God be for us who can be against us and he makes it very clear that nobody and nothing can be against any of us that are born again here or in the next life and your Catholic friends and family are terrified of purgatory, which is also not talked about amongst these Anglo-Catholics. The belief that a priest can pay, excuse me, that a priest can pay, excuse me, that you can pay a priest to pray your family out of purgatory, which doesn't even exist. But they believe it tragically. In fact, more Catholics are scared of purgatory than hell. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Israel, of course. Now may Israel, not the church, say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, they are singing this incidentally, not speaking it. Then they had swallowed us up quick. We say like quicksand. We say I'm sinking quick, quick through a life jacket. When their wrath was kindled against us. Go to Revelation chapter 12. So there's many reasons why premillennial Bible believers pre-tribulational Bible believers stand with Israel uh, the Jew is where he should be right now waiting for the Messiah to come back unfortunately most Jews will receive the Antichrist during the tribulation and the mark of the beast as well but uh, those that do receive him uh, were going to be saved and the figure is uh, highly contested amongst most pre-millennial bible teachers so i won't even get that this morning revelation 12 uh, 12 15 and the serpents cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman not mary as the catholics believe this is israel they get that wrong as well 
that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood and the earth helped the woman Israel and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth and the dragon was wroth with the woman Israel and went to make war with the remnant of her seed which is problematic that's Mary because I don't believe she had any more children this of course is Israel which keep the commandments of God contrast that to those that don't in the tribulation and have the testimony of Jesus Christ believing Jews of course back to Psalm 124 verse 3 then they had swallowed us up quick fast when their wrath was kindled against us then the waters had overwhelmed us we say I'm just overwhelmed at the moment it's like I can't get on my feet I feel heavy I feel washed out the stream had gone over our soul then the proud waters proud waters had gone over our soul go to Revelation 17 Revelation 17 and uh, pick it up in let's see now Revelation 17 17 15 here we go and he saith unto me the waters which thou sawest where the horse sitteth there's your church of Rome the peoples multitudes nations and tongues the waters which thou sawest where the horse sitteth seven hills the waters are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues every nation on the earth goes to the Vatican every day of the week all year round and they wait in St. Peter's Square to get a glimpse of their man the Pope and here you got a picture of the waters which thou sawest with a whore and I mean whore sitteth because of course the Catholic Church is the great whore she sold out Christ to the nations going back to people that become Anglo-Catholics fighting the Muslims at Speaker's Corner without realizing that the Catholic Church believed that Adam and Jehovah are the same and over that that uh, Muslims can go to heaven without Jesus and so can Jews these people got no idea what they've become a part of they've gone from one false system into another false system and it really does grieve my soul when I see these young people and some not so young uh, reciting their Latin prayers you know and uh, crossing themselves Father Son and Holy Spirit which I did many years before these people even born without realizing that they are cursing themselves because of course you don't bless yourself with the sign of the cross the cross Christ dies on a cross he died a cursed death at best you put yourself on the cross as far as your uh, state is concerned but the whole system is just such an abomination the Eucharist the idolatry of the Eucharist praying to Mary and they do pray to Mary when they say they don't they are lying they use these new Bibles and that's the other dialectic they call themselves Anglo-Catholics and yet these same people don't even use the King James Bible they use these new Bibles these new versions which come from Catholic manuscripts and yet they're supposed to be these great Protestants part of the one true church that's what Wesley said about the Church of England and yet they don't even use the Protestant Bible they use these other Bibles which have left out thousands of words let's carry on verse 6 blessed be the Lord who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth go to Psalm 14 let's see now now there's two views about the tribulation and they're both pretty valid the first view is that during the tribulation there's a form of cannibalism which 
uh, will be evident, prevalent, which is kind of ironic because the Catholic Church believe that Christ becomes the blood and also the bread. And they have the belief that when they take of the wafer, that's the blood, that's the body and the wine is the blood. But anyway, uh, yeah, I want to let's see now. Uh, Psalm 14, 14, uh, 4. Have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge who eat up my people as they eat bread and call not upon the Lord? Uh, I've got a 53. And I do appreciate there could be a bit of poetic license there. Uh, but at the same time, I won't rule out some form of satanic cannibalism during the tribulation uh, it speaks about the antichrist being the uh, uh, being linked to dark sentences and we went through Daniel 9 and 10 astral projection quite likely into that as well yeah. and the depths of Satan we looked at that also from Revelation chapter 2 if you've got no knowledge of the occult don't even go there leave it alone don't start looking into it it'll just make you very depressed and distressed what you don't know won't hurt you. Fifty-three, four. Have the workers of knowledge. Have the workers of iniquity no knowledge? We eat up my people as eat bread. They have not called upon God. There's one more. Uh, let's see now, which is also worth just looking at very briefly. Uh, go to uh, go to the book of Hosea. I think it's chapter 4 and uh, let's see now Hosea chapter 4 and uh, look at verse uh, 8 they eat up the sin of my people and they set their teeth on their iniquity six my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge that's for <laughs> everybody, everybody for today really because thou hast rejected knowledge that's the problem you see I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, Old Testament priest, for today we're priests in the uh, the house of the Lord, the church of the Lord, of course, body of Christ. Sin thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I'll also forget thy children. That's why they are eaten in verse 8. You can take it literally or spiritualize it, it's up to you, but both views are, are pretty good. And I wouldn't be surprised if you've got a literal form of cannibalism in the great tribulation wouldn't surprise me at all 124 verse 7 our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers the snare is broken and we are escaped go to revelation chapter 18 there's a text in i think it's ecclesiastes 11 where it speaks about the bird of the air uh, carrying the message or carrying a message they said a little bird a little bird told me mm -hmm. and uh, when I wrote my King James book oh, Revelation 18 I, I gave you the story of an account when James and Anne were enjoying their marital relations just after getting married and as couples do were exchanging some pretty personal stuff about this and that and down the line James was interrogating a witch and she started to say things to him which only uh, James and Anne would have known about. And he was convinced that a little bird of the air <coughs> had obviously revealed the 
discussion in the bedroom uh, to this witch so on and so forth and there's something to that revelation 18 uh revelation 18 uh pick it up in verse one and after these things i saw another angel come down from heaven having great power and the earth was lightened with his glory and he cried mightily with a strong voice saying babylon the great is fallen is fallen and is become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirits and here we go and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird something going on with babylon birds demons and uh, matthew i think it's 13 speaks about the birds of the air um, hide in the nests uh, sorry hide in the not the nest they hide in the branches and of course there's a type of the church in mystery form 18 still look at verse 4 and i heard another voice from heaven saying come out of her my people jews get out of her that ye be not partakers of her sins and that you receive not of her plagues for her sins have reached unto heaven and god hath remembered her iniquities now there's two interpretations for this particular chapter most protestants will aim this at the catholic church and they're not far off 17 uh, chapter 17 deals with ecclesiastical babylon that of course is uh, the church 18 economical babylon that of course is the financial side of it and there's two sides to every coin and uh, 18 for my people get out of her my people and also verse 20 rejoice over her thou heaven and ye holy apostles what were they they were jews weren't they and prophets what were they they were jews weren't they for god hath avenged you on her this is the reason why muhammad couldn't have been a prophet because all the prophets were hebrews and he was a good old gentile and that's why the jews during the early days of muhammad's ministry quote unquote would reject him because of course they saw straight through him as a gentile not being a jew couldn't even speak hebrew 124 some 124 look at verse 8 our help is in the name of the lord who made heaven and earth what's the name of the lord if you ask the jehovah's witnesses it's jehovah and only jehovah that of course will not do go to philippians chapter two and uh philippians two uh go back to let's see pick it up in uh pick it up in uh five let this mind be in you which was in which also was in christ jesus who being a former god uh, he's god's express image and the jews say that we are idolaters because of these types of passages thought not robbery to be equal with god you find it in john 10 made himself of no reputation took upon him the form of a servant made a likeness of men uh, found in fashion as a man humbled himself became obedient unto death even the death of the cross here we go nine wherefore god also hath highly exalted him just really raised him up and given him a name which is above every name that the name of jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven there's your redeemed and things on earth not yet most mostly will not be and things under the earth those that are in hell burning and every tongue should confess out loud that jesus christ is lord and i mean lord to the glory of god the father and that's why there's so much blasphemy online in books and uh, all over the place because man knows 
that, or he doesn't always realise it if, you, if, you know, if he's straight with himself, but inadvertently, when you hear people saying OMG or JC, what they're actually saying without realising it is, or what they're actually doing without realising it is picturing their own judgement, their own damnation, when they will say Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father, and they go to hell forever afterwards. And that's why they do it. They don't say, oh, uh, oh, Zeus, or oh, Mercury, or oh, uh, Buddha, or uh, Jupiter, or Mercury, or all those pagan gods, or oh, Osiris, or Baal. Take your pick. It's always JC this, JC that, because they know in their hearts that God is real. And John 1 told you that how Christ lights every man that cometh into the world. Devastating, of course. Verse 8, one last time. Our help. Our help, Jewish help. Uh, seven, our soul, Jewish soul. And uh, Lord, was on, Lord, was on, uh, Lord was on our side, verse 1. Repeated again in verse 2. Uh, swallowed us up in verse 3. Great tribulation. Verse 4, waters had overwhelmed us. Going back to the Church of Rome. Proud waters, further light in verse 5. You've got the Antichrist working with the whore and the ten kings. The Jew will be persecuted. He flees into Petra. You've got the Gentile nations also coming against a Jew. Matthew 24, which I just showed you from verse. Uh, it was Matthew 24, verse 9. All nations will hate uh, the Jew, the righteous Jew who goes on to get saved. Didn't happen during the first advent, but it happened just before the second our help is in the name of the lord jesus christ who made heaven and earth going back to by all by him all things created and nothing was created that wasn't created that came by uh, that came by him slight paraphrase so 120 121 122 123 124 are all looking to a future event and that's why again if you're pre-millennial you're on the right side of the script and if you're not then of course you are either a millennial, post millennial, or no millennial. Not sure where you stand, and that's why those people never get the Bible straight, and can't teach the Bible verse by verse, and can't give you the, the clear plan of salvation, and uh, are always learning, but never come into knowledge of the truth.